Hello, friends and familia. Welcome to another episode of Parent Q Live. Carlos Enrique with Guzman Guzman Archibald. Cabello. 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 It's okay. You can't call me a horse, but it's it's Cabello, which which um, cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy Carlos. Cowboy, and cowboy Carlos and Kristen Ivy. Kristen Ivy. <laughs> Good to be here. With who loves you guys. the English language and all things words. That's right. Yeah. Always. Exactly. Good to be back with you. Always. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm excited that you guys that are listening are back with us as well. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, really what something we all can get a little bit more of, which is, mm. how about that? Just the breath. Mm. What, what, what do you think that breath signifies? Yeah. You know, sometimes I do that when I'm working and I'm stressed. I take a deep, deep, deep breath. And then everybody kind of looks at me like, wow, you must be really stressed. Yeah, and do you even know that you're taking that I don't breath? even know. You don't even know. No, you're I like, don't even know. What are you looking at me? Well, because you just went. Because yeah. there's something about taking a deep breath that just makes you relax. I mean, you know that you're getting too stressed out. There's yeah. too much going on. You really can't handle it. There's just something just natural about breathing in. Yes, yes. And uh, to be honest with you, when you guys hear the conversation I had with Brooklyn, uh, her voice just does that for you. Like she's just calming and peaceful and she's the perfect person to talk about exactly this how we as parents no matter kind of what season you're at in life as a parent how you can find peace not in mass moments but in small moments not in mass moments so probably if you have kids who are home for this summer yeah and they're trying to go to the pool or you're trying to make sure they've got uh, a place to be all day yes. long either a game to play or an activity to go to or what to do with them right now i'm getting stressed i'm getting stressed just listening to you right now yeah i mean it can be demanding but how do you find peace in a few small moments yeah and 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 it's something what i love about our conversation which She'll get into and we'll talk about a little bit later, but she really does give us some practical advice on how we can do that. So guys, uh, here is our conversation with our great friend, Brooklyn Lindsay. So here we are, you and I, Brooklyn, That's me. Lindsay, Brooklyn, <laughs> Lindsay. Is that how they say that. it in Florida? In Florida, they, I don't know if they roll their R's they as don't much. What part of Florida are you in? I'm in Central Florida. Central Florida. Yeah. Okay. In Brazil, they call me Brook. 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 I love you, Brook. Brook, I love you, Brook. Brooklyn. That's yes. how I'm gonna. That's how I'm gonna pronounce so you your can name be the rest of the time. Brazilian. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That's how they say it. We are going to talk about <laughs> peace today. Okay. And um, first of all, you have a very peaceful demeanor. Over oh, you, like 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 you. like you, you have a um, um, uh, people can breathe around you. Mm. That that's that's a gift. That's such a compliment. Well, Thanks. You're welcome. And um, within that though, I know that that doesn't mean that life is always peaceful, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we were just talking about off the air. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is it? We're talking to parents here. That is so important right now in this time and culture and space and society. Why is it so critical that we as parents find peaceful moments as families with our kids? Mm, wow. When I saw this question, I Brooklyn, Brooklyn. answer the question. Um, I, I think peace is so important for families because there is already such a saturation of chaos. Yes. And I was just talking about this in the middle school um, innovation lab we just did. We were talking about how we really have to prepare for the predictable chaos so yeah. that we're ready for the unpredictable chaos. Mm. 
because it's just going to be there. And depending on where your kids are and what phase they're in, there's always some sort of crisis. And then, you know, you add hormones on top of that or you yeah. add, I don't know, they forgot their lunch on top of that. It, c- it doesn't have to be as heavy as hormones, right? right? <laughs> it's like they forgot their lunch and it's into the world. So, you know, things like that are going to happen in unpredictable ways. Uh-huh. And so you almost have to prepare for the fact that, okay, Wednesdays are hairy for us and it's going to get messy today. So knowing that we're going to do some things to try to calm things down. Um, so our, our family recently planted a church together a couple of years ago and we really had to take a deep breath yeah. and figure out what our new normal was. So, cause that could be the yeah. opposite of peace. Oh, it is. You know. <laughs> yeah. It is most of the time. Yeah. You have to define peace differently, I think. Sure. So. Ooh, okay. That, that, I think you just transitioned us perfectly. So what is the definition of peace when it comes to what we're talking about? I, I think peace is the ability to continue forward in your vision and in your belief yeah. um, of what's true about you and yourself, your family, your God in the midst of chaos. Mm. And um, Ooh, say that again. I don't know if I uh, even know. You what said, said you said continuing forward. Yeah, you, it's kind of the ability to continue forward with confidence um, in what you know is true yeah. about yourself, your family, your God in the middle of chaos, in the middle of unpredictable everything. Yeah. And I, I will, I'll be the first one to say I had to learn it the hard way. Mm. And I would say 2013, 14, 15 were the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I did not know what peace was nor how to get it. Mm. Um, but through a lot of support and help, I've kind of honed in on some things that I think I already knew. I just didn't know I could access them. Yeah. So, wow. so I'm working on it not perfect. Like I love that. I'm not, I mean, you can take me down off the pedestal right away because sure. I mean, just now I couldn't even figure out how to open the door, like push or pull. <laughs> I mean, it said pull, but well, you, when you, you handed know. me your business card a second ago, it did not say peace expert. So okay, good. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad. it's fine. Peacemaker. Yeah, no. Well, at one point in my career, like a few years ago till last October, yeah. I had this title global justice advocate. Oh, wow. That's a, a, That's big, a title. big title. But it was it was unique. It was for youth ministry, for a purpose, for a specific thing. But that title really was hard to live up to. And so sure. I don't ever think I want to be a peace expert. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but but I do like the way you define peace um, as as far as moving forward, you know, within my, my dad used to say to me all the time, Carlitos, Carlitos, peace in the Bible is like a river. It's not like a puddle. Mm, yeah. And. Uh, that just always Come stick on. with me. Like yeah. peace isn't a puddle, <laughs> you know, a puddle's mm-hmm. still and it's stagnant and it's not, no peace. It says in scripture, it's like a river. It's moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think for so many people, we don't think about that. We were mm-hmm. trying to find peace as in, Oh, the only way to find peace is to have a month vacation and to not do, you know, but that's mm-hmm. not the case. What are some ways that we as parents can maybe find peace in the small moments on a daily basis, you know, in the mm-hmm. chaos of life, yeah. the chaos of, of our work and our kids and their phones and, and TV and schedules. Yeah. I think, I think you really got to take care, um, just take care of yourself. But I think that might be something we talk about in a few seconds, but I think you really need to take care of your thoughts yep. and mind them and make them obedient to this idea that what you believe is true. Yeah. I think it's really easy to fall into the trap of thinking, believing all the lies that get fed to you every single day. Yeah. I mean, it could be the simplest thing, you know, your kid coming home and maybe they didn't do as good as they thought they would do or that you thought they would do. And you deflect that 
um, or transfer it over to yourself. And I'm not a good parent. I'm not doing this. But I think the, the one thing that we're learning, I have a, a daughter going into the sixth grade, middle school. I, I've like been a middle school leader forever, mm. wrote books on how to parent a teenage daughter. Yeah. And I'm like, burn it. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. It's all, it's all good. It's just now that it's me, yeah. I'm like, okay, what, what does this mean for us? So one of the things we've learned that's been really good is um, really deciding where I'm going to use my energy, mm. especially in, in my reaction to things. Yeah. And we're really trying to help our girls do the same, but it, it's like we're tandem learning because sure. I'm just learning. I, I never knew how to. How old are your girls? Um, 11 and 8. Okay. And so they're already like blowing up at each other all the yeah. time about who knows what. But something I've learned is like there is this energy inside of us and it's sacred and it's important. Yeah. But I don't want to let it out unless it's really important. And so I kind of have this. I learned this. Um, there's a book called The Blessing of a B- and it's the Jewish art of parenting. And I really gleaned some good stuff from it. But the one thing that really stuck with me was, you know, kind of create a list in advance of things you'll accept, like like dumb stuff. Like, okay, so for me, rolling, like if my daughter rolls her eyes at me in my house, I'm just going to let it fly. If she right. slams the door, um, if this thing happens, if this thing ha- happens, okay, she has a pass. But if these things happen, no. Like there's going to be energy coming from me. Yeah. So I kind of save my energy so that she knows when I use it, that it actually matters. Mm. It's not just energy like, you know, did you take out the dog? Like, okay, yeah, of course she didn't because she's learning how to have a habit. And so, yes, I can discipline her and help her. And then also it gives me a pass to just chill out and be like, okay, whatever. I mean, the dog, whatever. Yeah. But you're, you know, the way you treated me in public at Panda Express, that's different. Yeah. (laughs) Not that anything happened there. Sure, of course. No, yeah, that's completely hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetical restaurant. You know, (laughs) what I love about that is is – what it does is it gives us as parents um, kind of some mulligans, mm. you know, mm-hmm. when, when it comes to, yeah. you know, our kids and, you know, um, every single time you don't have to end up expending mm-hmm. tons of energy yeah. um, for every single moment that's going on. Yeah, in I your, find myself saying, hey, do you want to try again? Like when they do the thing that's on the list that I'm not going to give my energy to, I'll say, do you want to try again? Or I'll say, Hey, can I try again? Because how I just reacted was not peaceful at all. Mm. And I didn't really want to spend my energy like that, but I did in reaction because I'm wow. mommy's been tired. There's no excuse. But when I feel pain or when I'm afraid, this is how I react. And it's not kind of how I want to react. So yeah. can I try again? Wow. Um, and they may not let me or want me to, or be mad, but right. I think it gives them a pass to say, can I try again? Yeah. And what else is there, but this purpose in a household to like learn? Yeah. I mean, if they're not going to learn here and try it out and fail, then where? Yeah. So I'm trying to be what I always needed, which was someone to let me fail yeah. gracefully, but also guide me in the process. So that's so good. I don't know, that's um, been helpful. That I mean, that's super helpful to me. I'm gonna actually give that a shot if any of my kids are listening to this. Can I try again, um, please? Can, can I, can I, you know what happened four months ago? Can I try that again? I don't know if you can rewind that far. What What about talk to um, some of the parents that uh, maybe maybe they're not living in peaceful times in their home right now. Yeah. So that there there's there's a lot of parents that are listening to this that you know it sounds great to be able to every once in a while you know have a kid blow up at you or slam your door, but they're actually living in a war zone, mm-hmm. and so. How do you find peace in the middle of kind of family destruction, um, day-to-day living in that kind of mess? I think we need to learn how to take a deep breath Mm. and connect with our physical body. Yeah. I hear a lot of times, and me personally, how I felt during what I kind of call the dark 
time like I had um, was I couldn't feel. And when people say they can't feel, they really can't. Yeah. There's like a cell receptor situation where yeah. the emotions and feelings are passing through, but the body's not reacting. Yeah. And so I would really encourage people to take a deep breath and feel that breath in their body. Wow. And acknowledge the, the fact that they're alive and that they have a breath that they can take. Because sometimes so you're literally talking about feeling I'm that breath in that moment, just like that not second. to breathe. Like I think it's great in a meditative sense sure. and also to pray and to ask God for help. But I, I just mean at the basic level yeah. when all you have left, because when you're in a destructive situation, even if it's self-destructive, sure. you really need to reconnect with your body. Yeah. And because your emotions aren't going to be felt in a way that your brain can ex- accept or even do something good with. Yeah. Until like your your stomach, all the serotonin in your body pretty much is created in your gut. And so if you don't feel it, it's not sending the signal. I love that movie. Um, it was all about emotions. I can't think of it right now. Oh, you mean the, the, the Pixar one? Yeah, yeah, you know what it is. Inside yeah. Out. Inside Out. Yeah. So I love that because it really got behind some of that it science. So I totally good. geek out about yeah. it. I'm like, eh, this too. is so cool. Yeah. So if I'm getting a little weird sounding, it's probably <coughs> because I just really care about. Yeah. And, and I would say maybe five years and before that I never really focused a lot on the physical body of a student that I was ministering to nor the physical body of a parent Mm. um but I think it's really important for you to acknowledge okay I'm breathing I I'm okay like in this breath and sometimes that's you can't always just stare up the stairs I mean you can look and say okay that's where I want to be I want this to be fixed or this destruction I don't know how it's going to change but if you just kind of look at the step in front of you take a deep breath it's easier yeah it really is and and then tell somebody tell somebody I have some destruction in my life and Mm. it's hard to deal with. Will you just like breathe with me through this and help me take whatever next step I need to take? I just think we make a big mistake when we try to do it alone and we try to find peace all by ourselves. Yeah. And I just think that leaves you in pieces. It doesn't give you peace. It just leaves you like all broken. That is good. Have you written a book on this? No, but I'm trying to write one now. Yeah. Yeah, No, this is, this is all so good. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, <laughs> stay tuned. Yeah, I'm writing a book right now, you and are. I hope to finish it soon. What's is the book about? Any of this? Um, kind of. It's about carrying the love of um, carrying people to Jesus when they don't uh-huh. know how to get there or okay. they can't. Yeah. And also recognizing those moments when you've been carried and just becoming so grateful for them. Yeah. So that you can live out of that grace and yeah. gratitude, um, because I really couldn't see when my life was so out of like I mean, sure. the opposite of peace. It was everything but peaceful. Yeah. Um, but when you saw me walking around, you're like, oh, hey, everything's good. But it wasn't a joy. It wasn't a, um authentic like yeah. peace like that. I Even when things go crazy, you know, our church is every day a fire. Like literally yeah. today <laughs> it almost flooded again. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Lakeland, Florida. Got yeah. a lot of hurricanes, wow. everything. Yeah. So today, um, you know, not peace, but my husband just... The thing he texted me wasn't, hey, our church almost flooded today. He said, hey, would you remind me to thank Stuart Plumbing? Because they came and did this. With, they didn't ask for payment. They wow. did it quickly. They saved our church. Huh. And I just, Wait, I, excuse me? he was like, I don't want to say that, those words, but you just remind me tomorrow. And I, that's peace to me. Yeah. Like, that's good. That's him. Yeah. Not peace like a puddle. That's peace like a river. Oh, you really know? good. Yeah. Um, you have... Um, you, you touched on it before, and I want to I want to go maybe even a little bit more specific as far as um, really self care. Uh, some maybe some more um, some more ways that a, the listener could, you know. And now we're not necessarily even talking about parenting because mm-hmm. just being a parent, just being a human in general, you, you you really need to care for yourself. Because I do know what you're talking about. I went through a season where, again massive anxiety through the roof and depression. And I think the feeling that you talked about, I, I like to explain it as 
you said there was no feel, you literally no feeling, and it's so true. I would tell people that it was kind of like if I was in a spacesuit and people were trying to hug me, mm. and that's what it felt like. They were still hugging me, and I could still see them, but right. I couldn't feel. And you can acknowledge. I can hug acknowledge them. I can see that, and yeah. I'm thankful they're hugging me. But I just, I'm, I'm, I'm in a completely different place, and I can't feel anything, and nothing was coming. And so, um, I would love to maybe even hammer down into a, a few more, drill down into a few more specific examples as to what are ways that we can make sure we're taking care of ourselves and finding peace. Mm-hmm. acknowledging and, and continuing on some stuff that you said, you know, the breathing, you know, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But what are some practical everyday yeah. things we can do to, to do that? I, this is probably one of my most favorite things to talk about in the whole world. So I'm yeah. like, awesome. Let's this go. worked out. But I, I really think it starts with the basics because the end result for me was a disconnection. Um, we all long for connection and we want it. And so to care for ourselves, we have to f- care for that connection. Yeah. So it kind of starts before that what I had lost was an inability. Like I would pray and not hear or feel and there was no connection. And that's a hard place to be as a pastor, as a leader, yeah. as a parent. And, um, and, and I love the spacesuit metaphor. I haven't thought, I love hearing from people who've kind of struggled in yeah. similar ways. Mine was more, I felt like there were 10 mattresses on me mm-hmm. and I was, there was a little place where you could get air to breathe, right. but they give you a straw and you have a straw yeah. and you, it's like at the bottom mattress. Yeah. So there's all this pressure. Plus yeah. I'm trying to, just breathe. Yeah. And, and then to feel was like, I feel sad, but, or I feel angry or I feel bitter, whatever it is, but there was no physical response Mm. anymore. There wasn't any, like, it was just a feeling of like it's over or whatever. And you start to have this negative cycle of, I don't have anything left. And so disconnection starts to happen between you and God and you and others. Mm -hmm. And that's like the worst thing that can happen to your marriage. Worst thing that can happen to you as a parent. I mean, it's, it was very destructive and, I look back and I think, well, yeah, it was this and it was that and it was that. No, it was really just a really deep sense of disconnection. And so I think the basic is to find a, a safe place of connection. Um, and, and the first thing that I said was breathing, because I think if you can't connect with yourself, it's really tough to be honest with another human being, you yeah. know, and to say, hey, this is my thing. So what I started doing, just random little things that I think are really helpful. I started withdrawing every day um, to do something fun, like Take a 10 minute break every day, go ride your bike. Or if you're not outside and you can't be outside, literally just walk the stairs, get your blood pumping, let your cells in your body work because they're not really communicating and they need to do something. So do something physical. Um, If you can't, because you're so like, you know, at a place where you physically can't do something, I would say exercise your mind, like read a magazine that you love to read or look at some art or, you know, listen to some music, give yourself some permission to do like 30 minutes of, I don't know. I love Mary J. Blige. She's my favorite artist yeah. of all time. And so if I'm ever just needing to get away, I just like Come turn on. her on and turn she, her it's, on. It's, oh, it's there. Mary J. She's great. Uh, like since taking you to peace. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's weird because it's like, it's just a little, it's a little reward. Like, okay, so today for 10 minutes, I have that to look forward to. Yeah. So find something that you connect with, whether it's a hobby or a person or a little habit, like going to get coffee at two o'clock or whatever, and just to try to stick with it. Um, and then I would recommend doing something different. Um, 
don't go to the place you always go to. Like mm, we good. we are fools if we think, okay, if I keep doing this and we're expecting something different, but we're doing just keep thing. doing the same thing. Yeah. So we have to be innovative about our own personal lives. So we're really innovative when it comes to the things that we create in our jobs yeah. and our plans for our children. But when it comes to ourselves, like we don't get super innovative about, okay, how is Brooklyn going to become her best self today? And yeah. so I really rotate and randomly work in different places, different spaces, different people. I don't let myself get stuck um, because so I'll, I won't connect if I'm stuck and yeah. if I feel like, I don't know, that there's nothing I can do to escape my life or something crazy yep. like that. So yeah, just do something differently. And I then I would that. recommend just withdrawing like 20 minutes a day, maybe one day a week, you take an hour and then once a month, like a whole day, just giving yourself creative space. Wow. Yeah. And then you can decide, okay, well, is it my relationship with God that needs a connection? Is it, um, you know, do I need some therapy to help me work out some angst I feel or just some bitterness or some sort of situation that I have at hand? Um, and then I, the last thing is I give myself timeouts all the time. Um, my therapist taught me this. She was like, you just need to give yourself a timeout when you feel like you're stuck and you're in a conversation or in something and you're not calling a timeout on the other person. You're just saying, Uh Hey, um, I'm going to take it like a 10 minute here and I I need to get in my truth because I know that I'm chosen, that I'm loved. I'm not abandoned. You know, you go back to my personal story of all the things and I immediately feel abandoned, not wanted, whatever, which makes me judgmental and give up and I don't care. And there's like all this cope. Yeah. Before I get there, I just say, okay, to take care of me, I have to say, I need like 10 minutes. The key is saying when you're coming back mm. because that's not connection. Yeah. Like saying, oh, I'm going to time out. I'm going to like, and just leave. Mm-hmm. And that's what I used to do is like, I need space. And now we have this thing where, Hey, my husband hates the word timeout because he feels <laughs> like that's like punishment. Yeah. So I just say, Hey, I need some, um, a few minutes to like understand who I am real quick before I start talking about this issue. And I just care for me, care for my truth and know who I am. And then I can hear you. I'm not like all in my head about like all this stuff that I have to fix or defend or whatever. So yeah, it's kind of changed my life in the last couple of years. I mean, those are what I love about those is they're all super practical, but they they are. I mean, even if you implement one, Mm -hmm. one, one of those things, um, it does bring such such a paradigm shift. So one, one thing that I started doing last year was I said every everywhere because I, w- I live in Nashville and I work from home and so or from airplanes wherever. But, <laughs> yeah, true. But I don't have an <laughs> office. But but there is a certain coffee shop that I like to go to, and I decided that every single day I'm going to take a different way there. And it was it was it was so weird. I I, I was listening to some TED talk explaining. Um, and it, it was dealing with anxiety or something like that. But it said, just do that. And your brain, our brains mm-hmm. are so these mm-hmm. incredible things that God created. Just doing that can mm-hmm. open up a whole new way and way of thinking and just positivity, you yeah. know, by doing things like that, that you would mm-hmm. never imagine would really help find peace. Yeah. You really avoid autopilot and autopilot, yeah. I think is the time autopilot is the perfect place for evil to steal yes. your peace yeah, because so good. It, it, because you're unaware of and, and I'm not saying you shouldn't zone out and watch a Netflix oh, sure, like, yeah. go for it but I'm just saying like when you get into those ruts and it's real hard to see like wh- okay whoa wait whoa where did, how did I even get here I don't know if you've ever driven anywhere and you're like how did I get no, here totally yeah or did like, I or did I breathe on the way over yeah. like was I holding my breath the whole time yeah um I've just become really aware of my breath because that is life I mean you can't live without yeah. it and God gave it and that's how he created us. And it's like, why yeah. am I ignoring this really precious resource? So I think it all Love started it. with breath and it ends with 
can I give myself permission to have some space to get in truth before I get into negativity, arguments, lies, whatever it may be. Um, You know, and we all have different personalities. And and I think the way, like, how could I carry you to Jesus if Mm -hmm. I'm arguing with you? Like, that's, I, I always go back to that story of the men carrying the friend who's paralytic or I don't know the exact story. I can't think sure. of it, but they scaled a wall and they determined we're going to do something innovative to get you to a place right in front of Jesus. Yeah. But I can't imagine that being a moment if they <laughs> were not at peace. E- right. Or at least like say all four of them were in a thing about who been mowed, who money about what, but right, still they right. decided to table it because yeah. this is more important. Yeah. And I think that's what happens when you take a little time out. It's like this, the way that I'm going to carry love right now with you is to just like be with you, listen to you, understand, do my best. Yep. And okay, this is a messy, broken person. Yes. But I'm also going to like honor myself and that, okay, I'm getting sideways here. Can I have a minute Yeah. so that I can come back to you and carry you the way that I should or be carried by you if, if that's necessary too. Yeah. Ooh, that's so good. yeah, that's where I've been lately. And I was so excited to hear that we're talking about. Yeah, this. it's so mental health is so important. It's so it's so important. And it I I see the pendulum swinging even in my kids, e- even um, how busy our culture and society has gotten and how and the lack of peace that they're feeling. Even 14 year olds now are just feeling mm-hmm. so stressed out. And yeah. I'll never forget a couple weeks ago, my daughter was like, Dad, I just wish I lived in the nineties. And cause they're, they're, <laughs> Don't we all? they're, they're watching <laughs> Wait, friends now. Like all, all her and all her friends are watching friends on Netflix, yeah. which is so weird. To, I'm, I'm like, what? Like you're watching what Don't I want, you, you know, love it, though? it is. No, I do love it. But I was like, well, why, what, why, why do you want to live there? Mm-hmm. I thought it had to do with, you know, Rachel or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, no, they didn't have phones. Yeah. Is what she said. Hanging out. Uh-huh. And, when my 14-year-old, I was like, do you wish, she's like, oh, I wish none of us had phones. Mm, and that's an area I can grow. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I was like, wow. But peace is so necessary mm-hmm. for, so we like to end these conversations with um, asking our guests to give us a cue, to give us a mm-hmm. cue. You're talking to parents and we're talking about peace and this can be as wide, you can throw a, a wide net, a narrow, whatever it is. What's a cue you would give to parents um, when it comes to helping them either help their kids find peace or finding peace themselves? Mm, I would say choose one thing you're going to let die. Hmm. Like the battle is never going to be won, you know, like just choose one thing you're going to let die and just have a moment with it. Say your goodbyes and then let it go. And then I would say, choose something to try that's new. Like just try one thing. You don't have to implement everything I just said or everything you just read. Like it doesn't, it's really not that important that you get it all right, but just one thing you're going to try together and then yeah. communicate it to your family or to your people or yeah. something. Don't just try by yourself. I mean, that, that just stinks. Yeah. I love that. So just, yeah, something, let something die one thing and, and really just try to do one thing that will give you peace this week. One I guarantee thing. it'll make you feel good. It will. Can I just say one more thing? Yes, I think can. our kids just need this little, little extra parent cue. Let's go. Extra parent cue. Q times two. <laughs> Q times two. Squared. Touch your children in the safe yes. way that they yeah. deserve, but do it more because yeah. there's, the, it's just so, everything is so safely handled now and yeah. I'm so glad, Sure. but they deserve to, to be hugged by you. Yeah. And I've just started my 11 year old just recently started hugging me. Yeah. Like she started hugging me. Wow. I mean, she hasn't been doing that for like three years. Yeah. It's just mom and she's embarrassed by me, <laughs> but she runs to see me right now. Yeah. And 
it just kind of clicked in my head. Wow, when's the last time I like yeah. rubbed her feet or yeah. talked to her before bed or gave? She's been asking for head massages. She's like, oh yeah. my gosh, we'll go to Disney and she'll just sit in front of me. Like, can you massage my head? And <laughs> that's, that's the most Florida thing you said all day. <laughs> we go to Disney. We just go to Disney because that's just something we can do. Yeah, every day we we have a, our own hashtag, oh, Walt Lindsay do. World. Oh, my okay. last name's Lindsay. Right. And you have season passes, I'm sure. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, because yeah. it's only we like did when we lived hundred bucks a month. Yeah, when we lived in. In uh, Southern California, we have yeah. So too. Walt Lindsay World, if you just want to hashtag know, Walt Lindsay World, <laughs> see our fun times. But Kira definitely is in this place where I'm like, wow, she just needs physical touch to yeah. remind her that we're safe. That every you know, not every space is unsafe. Yeah. So yeah, that's, so that's a little extra cue for a little you. extra cue. No, thanks for the thanks for the double cue. Double cue. And Take uh, two. that was really good. That was, where where can uh, besides Walt. <laughs> Lindsay World, where where can people follow you on? Oh any well, of the my website's getting updated right okay, now, but cool. brooklynlindsay.com is where it will be. All right. when it's and then at great. some point there'll be a book on there. Yeah, oh, there sorry. there are eight books on there now. Oh, They're okay. all just a little. Yeah, I, I wrote my first book um, eight years ago. Yeah, no, okay. ten years ago. Jeez. Wow. Um, for girls, so yep. lots of stuff for parents and girls, um, and some other things too. But you can also go to at Somos Church. Okay. That's where my husband and I are starting this little thing. And oh yeah, if you're crazy. if you're in Lakeland, Florida, yeah, come go see visit, us. go hang out. Yeah, we're we're in the process of hiring uh, Brazilian worship leaders. Wow, that, that that's was our awesome. hope. We'd have a little more of a global neighborhood going on. So yeah, we're excited cool. about it. Well, thanks for hanging out with us on Parent Q, and we'll talk of to you soon. Can't wait to All do right. it again. Bye. What did I say? Brooklyn's voice is like. Velvet. It was <laughs> soothing. It's like butter. It, it really was. I felt so much peace hearing what she had to say. Kristen, since I'm feeling so peaceful right now, um, why don't you let us know maybe a cue that parents can take away from this conversation? Yeah, I think it's just a matter of being intentional with our calendars, right? I mean, she just kind of pointed to this idea of finding something that you can let go of. So when you're feeling stressed, you're feeling tense, or you're feeling like you can't control the things in your world and you're just on edge. Um, Not that anybody listening today has ever felt that way, but like, I know I personally get to those moments and a lot of the times it happens because I haven't chosen to let something go that I could let go that would give us back enough margin that when things get crazy, like they will, I'm just not running so close to the edge. Yes. That's so good. So good. We all have something we can let go of. I love that. So, Christina, this is it. This the is, end of another this is it. of another conversation. What I want to let you guys know is, in, in case maybe you haven't heard in a while, we actually do have our Parent Q store up and running. Yes, you um, can find some incredible things at our very own shop, like our very our own shop, store. Like our store. What, what are some things? What, what are some things they could find there? So, I mean, if you've been looking for a devotional for your kids so that they could have some, you know, maybe some personal time with God to deepen their faith, yeah. you can find devotionals for kids. Uh, you can find something for teens. We have music on the yes. store that you can listen to in the car when you're with your kids. I mean, there's so, so much. Go a take lot. a look. A lot. And where you guys can go to do that is parentqstore.org. That's parentqstore.org. As always, guys, thanks so much for listening to Parent Q Live. Subscribe if you haven't done that yet. Make sure your aunts and uncles and cousins are all subscribing too. I think our conversations can really help any stage of parenting. So for Christina, Carlos saying, see you guys next time on Parent Q Live. Adios, amigos.